Do you want to stick with a job that doesn't even recognize the work that you're doing and just be sad because you can't be where you want to be or you pick and choose where you should go and let God do his thing. This is the Emirates podcast where we empower you to choose yourself because there's no other human being that's more important in this world than you. This might sound selfish, but it's not. If you believe that choosing yourself is selfish, then I want you to know that self first isn't selfish and I will tell you why. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Emirates Podcast. I'm your host, Emirates Victoria Odiandala, and I am excited for today's episode because it is one of the topics that I learned how important it was to have this. Like one time I was in a situation where I thought that I didn't have any options. I thought that that was the only option that I had. And that was because I did not really see outside of like the anger, the sadness, the depression. So we're going to talk about options. But first, let me talk about a story. I don't know if I mentioned it already, but it's good to repeat so that you guys can like understand. Maybe I talked about it a little bit, but I'm sure that I said that I was going to talk about this when I came back from the break. So let's get started. Back in like February or something, um, I had decided to move to another city, which is Vancouver. It's like five hours plane ride from Ottawa where I lived. And so before I moved there, I wanted to move to Toronto. And that was like previously, let's say the end of 2021. I wanted to go and explore and just like um, grow as a person. But in February, I decided that actually I would think it was earlier than that but let's say February because um that's when I started thinking about how I'm gonna move out of my apartment and how I'm gonna do all that so what happened was I used to have a job my first government job I spent there two years I always told myself that there's no way that I'm going to be in an employment for more than two years without getting a promotion a higher position um or something like that it's either I spend two years there and I leave to find something that will pay me more or I stay and get a promotion right so that's my plan that has always been the plan that I followed ever since I started working so what happened was for two years I spent um with the my first government job we're gonna say employment a so employment A, I spent there like at least two years or close to two years. So when I was getting to the two years, I had realized that they were not really focused on the employee. What I mean by that is they were doing a bias type of um, promotion. Um, it's either they knew your family members, like your dad probably worked there or your um, siblings uh, knew the manager 
you know, those things, um, they would be biased like that. Like they would promote people because uh, they like the person, let's say, or they knew the person. So for me, um, with employment, a seeing that it kind of discouraged me. I was in not an entry level, but let's say the junior position. Um, and when I was in the junior position, I told my manager that I was ready to level up and become, you know, not just junior, but like give me a promotion. So my manager took that into cons- consideration. However, when I was like working because I ended up actually training other new employees. I spent many times like during COVID training people online. And what happened was they promoted, they gave the position that I was looking forward to, to two other people than me. So when it came to me, when it was time for them to like, let me know that there was a position available, I was not happy about it because they prioritized a student than me and for me it's like a biased decision because the student was a student for however long but I was an indeterminate employee right so I felt like the hard work of me even training the student at some point was just nothing Right. I felt like I was working super hard for no reason. So I decided to focus more on Emirates, on the podcast, on creating content and all that. The time passed by. And as I politely declined, because I said, listen, I have other priorities right now, but you know, I am still interested. Just promote this other person. I gave them a name, said she's, she's going to be great. But, you know, come back to me. If you have another um, opportunity available, then get back to me. So while doing that, I was discussing with my manager in the possibility to still keep my job and work from Toronto. And Employment A, they declined me three times. So imagine the promotion, the the they declined um, like the promotion incident and then them declining me to work from home while every other people like there was many people that was working at our cottage. Other employees were working in different cities and I was just wondering like I was just confused like why not allowing me to work um, in another city while other people were doing it. And then that's when I realized that it was super biased that I needed to figure out how I'm going to do this. Like, how am I going to move to Toronto and still keep my job? Or is it that I need to find a new one? So as the year 2021 was like ending, and that's when I reached like almost two years, which would be in January 2022, I decided that I needed to leave. So I started looking for employment that would allow me to work from Toronto. And so when I started doing that and I saw that I had great responses, um, I had many interviews and I actually found uh, an opportunity. That's when I decided to work from Vancouver, because when I had the interview for the employment B, 
They told me that it was okay. I could work from anywhere within Canada and that would be fine. It would be from home. So I said, that's great. Um, when I spoke to them, it was, I mentioned that I was thinking about going to Toronto and they were like, fine with it. So that took time to transition from employment A to employment B. So from like December's interview, I think to like March, that's when I started employment B. And in that window gave me the opportunity to really choose where I wanted to move because I'm like, well, we with employment B, they said that I can move anywhere and that's fine. So I went ahead and moved to Vancouver, let them know everything was great. But when I started working, as in not just spending time with my own like self and reading documents, when I started actually working with my direct manager, it was hell. It was hell, guys. I started breaking down. I couldn't even because, you know, when you moved from one city to another, it's a long process. I had to take a break, but my break was too long because of the breakdown I was getting depressed because of my relationship with my manager they were it was just not okay the way I was treated so then I decided you know like okay it's been like a month or so not even should I leave because I don't think I can do it so once I really got overwhelmed I decided to leave and after two months I left. And today, as I'm talking to you guys right now, that's where I am like at my peak, I would I believe. I get a little bit lazy when I'm comfortable. So I try not to be comfortable, just like I'm telling you guys. Never be comfortable in life. Always try to do things to um, get out of your comfort zone. So as I'm talking to you right now, I have now employment C, where I find that everyone is cooperative. Everyone wants me to win and they're showing me how to win. And with that employment, I'm able to live where I am right now with no problem. And everyone I've interacted with have been just as helpful as I could ever prayed to be. So when I was with employment B, when I was going through like the bullies and like the misunderstanding situation, overwhelming feeling. I thought that there was no way out. I thought that it was too soon for me to transition from one department to another. I thought that I was stuck. I thought that I needed to do at, le at least like six months before I leave because I have a wedding, like it's summer and we want to take vacations. Like I thought that I, I didn't have any choice. I thought that I had to stay with that manager and feel depressed like it was so hard because every Monday morning I would not sleep like from Sunday to Monday I didn't sleep because I was so stressed out and that feeling like I always say put yourself first and the fact that I decided you know what Victoria, you're not going to be able to handle this because this is not you. you. You're usually like nobody likes, I don't think, okay, in life, we like to be ordered around or to work for someone. But you get that comfort zone where it's like, okay, it's my job. I know how to do it. I've been trained 
trained well so I can do my job. There's no way, there's no reason for me to stress like that. But for me, it was not that way because my training sucked. I barely had training with employment B and it was just horrible. It was hell. So for me to just say, hey, listen, of course, many people will find it weird that you move from employment B to C so quick, but it is what it is. You need to really find yourself in like a position where mentally you're strong, emotionally you're strong and all that, you know? So I prayed, okay? I prayed, I got this new employment and now I live. Guys, I'm living. <laughs> it's just beautiful. So what I'm going to talk about right here is the options that I had. Right now, I gave you an example of my own life because I always want you to see what it looks like when you give yourself permission to have options. Because I had a state of, with employment A, I was like, well, I'm comfortable in this employment. I don't have any options. Let me just try and try to ask again and again until they finally decide that, you know, it's cool. Victoria can go and work wherever she wants. You know, there was no way that would have happened because they were prioritizing other people than me. So I had to put myself first and be like, what do you want? Do you want to stick with a job that doesn't even recognize the progress, the help that you're doing, the work that you're doing? And just be sad because you can't be where you want to be. Or you pick and choose where you should go and let God do his thing. So for me, I had to choose the path where of like, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. And I chose it. When I chose it, I regretted it. However, that employment was so useful for me to move from one province to another. It was so important for me to do that. And that was just the objective of that employment it didn't last long it was two months the shortest employment that I've ever had in my life however it was worth it because it helped me move from one province to another and that's what I wanted and I think that's what God wanted me to realize that you have options. You can go anywhere you want and you will always find a solution. So the power of having options right now is human beings take people for granted. They don't realize that whatever you do, even if they're your manager, even if it's your boss, sometimes when you stay there for more than two years and you do a great job, you never call in sick, they take you for granted. They take you as you can, they can tell you like, you know, do overtime and you'll do overtime, do this and then you'll do that. Like, it just doesn't make sense and it shouldn't be like that. So having options give you actually access for you to put yourself first. Having options help you put yourself first because managers people around you need to stop taking you for granted. Once you step up, put your foot down and decide that enough is enough, you actually have to have an action after it. You know, you have to find something that's more beneficial for you because I, I saw this um, video on social media where this person spent 27 years at this employment and they gave him just chocolates and a few things 
um, for his anniversary or his birthday. I forgot exactly what it was. But for me, it just, it was really sad because what are you doing 27 years in that one employment? Like you even reached the level of seniority that if you transferred to another place, they would pay you more because of the expertise that you have, because of the experience that you have. You know, for me, that really hurts because I feel like people that do that don't know their value. They don't think that they can do better. And that's what's sad about all this is that we do this all the time. We, we do this when it comes to money. We do this when it comes to relationship, marriage, all that. I don't think that anyone has the right to f- take anyone for granted, but it's something that since the person is there, since the person does everything for us, we just start taking them for granted. I think that's really crazy. But for you, if you feel like, you know, your boyfriend, your girlfriend is taking you for granted, have options. I don't care. You guys are not married. You know, try to have options, try to show them that they shouldn't be taking you for granted because the next thing you know, you guys might break up and then, you know, it's the end. They might miss a wonderful person like that they actually need in their life. So for me, it's like you need to have options. You need to really put yourself first and say, "Hey, hey, listen, while I'm dating, I need to have this five guys, five girls that I'm dating and that I see that they're putting in effort in this dating stage. I need to know that my boyfriend, my girlfriend is putting in effort as when we were dating. And how do you do that? You make sure that you have friends. You have friends where you can do other things with. You have your own personal time that, you know, maybe one day you shouldn't be texting your boyfriend or girlfriend and just have a me day. Just have priorities. Don't put like, I never want to be someone's number one in their life. Even if it's my husband, I don't want to be his number one because it's like, I want you to still pursue your dreams. I want you to still pursue the things that you want to do in life. I never want to be your number one in life. I want you to accomplish certain goals, the things that you really want and you truly want, and I'll be there to support you. Same thing with me. I don't want my husband to be number one in my life or anyone else. It's me first, right? Like the things that makes me happy has to come first. If I need to tell my husband or my boyfriend that I need a me day, I need to go to the spa, maybe by myself, maybe with my friends, you know, miss me a little. Have the person miss you. Have the person... um see that you know without you there's something missing so what I'm trying to say here is that you will feel more self-assured more like you will increase your self-esteem when you have options because it allows you to know that you're the shit you know it allows you to know that you are someone that nobody can mess with because you have options you know, let me let me know if you found this helpful, but don't ever find yourself stuck in a situation where you think that there's no way out. There's always a way out. You can find other stuff to do. If you are stuck in an employment where you're not happy, you deserve happiness. Get out of there. It's not worth your mental health. It's not worth your health at all. 
And when I'm talking about health, like it's not even worth the money that they pay you because I'm pretty sure that you can obtain more in another employment. Again, the rule is to spend two years in that employment to gain experience. You should never stay in that same position more than two years. If you stay there for more than two years, then you have to know that at least next year, I'm going to get a promotion. You need to voice that. And if they're not giving you that promotion, then you like, you need to look elsewhere because someone else is going to pay more for the experience that you have right now. Believe me, because they have tendencies to take people for granted. And believe me, whenever I hear one of my past coworkers text me, call me and say the same things that I've been depressed about and they're getting depressed about because they're being overworked. I always tell them, listen, look elsewhere. I can show you how and don't feel as if you're stuck because you're not. It's in your head. Get out of that comfort zone. Go and find other experiences. And one thing that I don't and one thing that I don't understand is like people rather um, stay comfortable where they are and not actually go out there and live their life. Like right now we are ending the pandemic. So most of the things are open. People went back to work in the office and where I work, we work hybrid. So depending on your position, you might have to work hybrid. Now, that is scary for some people because they spend two years working from home. And for me, it's like, okay, I get it. But don't be comfortable in that position because other people are networking for better positions. If you are not following the hybrid, how are you going to have that physical face-to-face interaction? Who knows the person that you're going to meet might show you someone that's going to bless you. People forget that online interaction is good. Yes, it helps us to connect, but face-to-face, eye-to-eye connections are way better because you can read the person. You can read the person if the person likes you, if you guys have good report, um, all of that. Like you will, you will feel it and you will build a better relationship. I always, like when I moved to Vancouver, I rushed to find a friend. And that friend, as soon as I met her in person, I was able to meet other new people because I met this person in person. If we just stuck to that, you know, texting, I'm 100% sure that I was not going to meet the friends that I have now. And to just top it up, because it's been like, what, three months that I moved here? And my ne- my niece was even surprised, shocked that I have friends. It's just to let you know that, yes, I am a shy person, but I will not stay stuck in that comfort zone just because I want to stay in my comfort zone and not be bothered. You have to have options. Have options in friends. Have options in with your money. You know, like, that is another thing. Before I let you go money 
people that borrows money all the time, just know that you become a slave to the hand that feeds you. So if you borrow money, know that you need to pay back. And sometimes you don't know who you're dealing with, but sometimes those people that you become a slave to, they will start taking you for granted. And what does that mean? They become disrespectful because they're feeding you. So have some self-respect, okay? Have some self-respect. Build your bank account. I know that right now it's a hard time to do it, but I'm pretty sure that there's a lot of YouTube videos out there that are teaching you how to do this. Like, I know that it's hard. It's a hard time, but it's not an excuse for you to stay in that position. Believe me, money When you have money in your bank account, you become someone that have options. You become someone, you find something within you that nobody can take away. And I'm telling you this because I know. And believe me, you you want to get away from that. Like, I don't know. One time in my life, I told myself that I will never be like that. And I built myself up. I I think I need to talk about it. Like just building yourself up. How long does it take? And all that. You know, maybe the next episode I'll talk about it. Anyways. Yeah. So have options. Always, always have options. And learn how to have options. Like always. Just get out of your head. Know that there's options and that your current situation is temporary all right so that was it for today if you love this podcast episode just let me know by tagging me on instagram at the emirates share it on your story send me a message and you know i'll be happy to know who's listening all right so take care of yourself and remember self first isn't selfish Bye bye